0: It's FM 102.9, 105.9 a.m. 1310. And on your smart speaker, it is News Talk KZRG, Ted Bajorquez and Steve Scott. And joining us this morning is Missouri U.S. Congressman Eric Burleson. How are you doing this morning, Congressman?
1: Doing great. Good morning, guys.
0: Well, thanks for joining us today. Uh, there was a lot of stuff going on in the news nationally this week. The nation is seeing new revelations on the Biden family business with the president's own brother, James, testifying uh, before the House this week. As this Biden impeachment stuff is is really heating up here, what do you make of all this? What can you tell us about it?
1: Well, the, the Jim Biden and I'm sure Hunter Biden will do the same thing, are trying to cover up for their actions that are really denying the facts and the reality that it, and that is that you know these bank records can, don't lie uh, there's there's a direct money flow of money from you know the chinese energy company um to through jim biden through hunter biden to joe biden there's a direct flow of money um from, from uh, some of these other accounts to joe biden and and then there's the documentation where they have the breakdown of the money and the way in which it's going to flow. So for him to say that, which is what he did in the hearing, that his, and he repeated the old argument that Joe Biden did not have anything to do with our business dealing, well, everyone knows that's hogwash. And how how do you say he doesn't have anything to do with the business dealing when he was uh, more, uh, over two dozen times on the phone with these these uh, the people that you're contracting with, the people you're doing business with, when Joe Biden physically met with many of the clients, okay? How can, and then he re- financially benefited from all of these business dealings. How can you say that he has no business involvement or or no no knowledge whatsoever? It's absurd on its face. They're lying to Congress and they think they can get away with it.
0: It's Missouri U.S. Congressman Eric Burleson. You know, Congressman, the thing I don't get about all this is from the standpoint of Democratic voters, how does it not bother them that their representatives, in this case Joe Biden, is and, and the Biden family rather, is literally lying about what they're doing.
1: Lying and doing what I think is like the worst the worst crime a president has done in the history of the United States, which is sell out the interests of their country to the highest bidder. I mean, Joe Biden, we we have bribes and misdemeanors and high, you know, high crimes, bribes, misdemeanors. But here's a, here's an example of someone who for the first time in American history took bribes and changed policy. And Joe Biden admitted to it whenever he's, when he got like, for example, Victor Shokin fired, Um, he he t- has taken direct action as a re- as a result of his relationship with the business associates of Jim Biden and Hunter Biden, and to me, that is the definition of pay for play and and or a bribe. So, I they can talk about the facts all they want, but I, I what I think the Democrats do and they do it so well is they try to murky. They take their sin, if you will, and throw it at their opponent and try to attribute it to their opponent. So they did this to Donald Trump whenever. So if you think about it, I think the Biden the Bidens knew that what they did in Ukraine was absolutely going to come out and that what they did was corrupt and that they were going to be attacked for it. So what do you do? You accuse your opponent for doing the same thing. And they produce that phony Russian dossier, accuse uh, uh, president Trump of getting involved and trying to tell the Ukrainian President to investigate these matters, well the real crime the real crime the real fire that that happened was the was Burisma and Hunter Biden being paid off and Joe Biden covering up for him and executing the request of Borizma by having Victor Shokin fired.
0: It's Missouri U.S. Congressman Eric Burleson on News Talk KZRG. Congressman, yesterday U.S. cell carriers were having major problems nationwide, and whether or not the problems were caused by a cyber attack, we we still don't have an official ruling on that yet. It did bring up the issue of cybersecurity to the forefront of a lot of Americans' minds. And given that you sit on the Oversight Committee for Cybersecurity, what are your thoughts on cybersecurity as a threat in the U.S., and where would you loosely rate the U.S. in terms of preparedness?
1: I think that we're more prepared than other countries, um, but we're also the country that everyone attacks. So we're the target for, for everyone. And, um, and I, and I think that we're never going to be, we're never going to have a situation where we're perfectly indefensible, but, but we just have to stay on top of our technology. We have to be an innovative country. We have to be the most advanced company. Our businesses need to be the most cutting edge. And to do that, we have to keep our regulatory burdens low, keep our taxes low, make it easier to, to write software in the United States to build and to house data in the United States. We do not want um, to, to turn over this, this uh, precious infrastructure to, to anyone else.
0: Yeah. Missouri U.S. Congressman Eric Burleson. Congressman, when you were in the Missouri State Legislature, you had done a lot of really neat work in getting Haley's Law passed, and the fruits of your labor are now helping would-be victims in other states. Can you describe sort of like what Haley's Law is, your inspiration, and and, and how far it's come since, since the yeah. In, introduction?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, we, we can't forget the horrific evening we found out about the kidnapping rape and murder of haley owens and it just it was such a a jarring experience in in the, especially in the in the community of springfield and really from the area of springfield that my family comes from and so i i just i was and i i'll never forget receiving the phone call from her mother He called directly to our office and requested that we do something so that what happened to her daughter never happens to anyone again. And oftentimes as a politician, you think it, you know, and I will say this, I always think that it's, it's not good public policy to take a, to take one event and try to um, craft policy around one event. So what, but so what we did was we just, we investigated and looked into the Amber Alert process and the Amber Alert system. to to look for places that could be improved. And we absolutely found a way to improve the Amber Alert System by uh, the the previous process required, you know, local law enforcement. Let's say that there was a kidnapping in Joplin. Local law enforcement would have to uh, navigate to the page on the Highway Patrol's website, download a PDF file, uh, print it, fill it out, and then fax it to the number on the page. And then a person in the Highway Patrol headquarters would receive that fax and then would transcribe it into their software that would send out the Amber Alert. As you can see, that's a Rube Goldberg process that that we were able to make more efficient by providing the resources to, to get an electronic interface between the Highway Patrol software and the software that every local law enforcement agency uses thus making that, that time period between the time that we identified, there was truly a kidnapping and the time the Amber alert goes out. Uh, In the case of Haley Owens, it took hours and now it just takes mere seconds or minutes. So that was Haley's law. Um, What, what was really remarkable is I had a chief, my staffer, my chief of staff, Josh Shishler who left, serving me and went on to the private sector, he created an app. Um, to, and, the, and the app is designed to take an Amber alert and, and make it more functional, more operational and more organized. And the way in which he does that is by when the Amber alert goes out, sending out a link on Twitter for people to click. And then, then his software organizes the search routes for people to take and assigns it to someone. So there were five thousand people when that child was abducted in California this last week. There were five thousand people that clicked the link and followed a search route and, and and ultimately, one of those people that clicked the link and followed the search route found the missing child, which is just a real blessing and a silver lining to the to the tragic story of what happened to haley Owens and hopefully. More positive, more good will come out of that than uh, what what has already happened.
0: And we have you and your efforts to thank for that, Missouri U.S. Congressman Eric Burleson. Thanks for joining us this morning. We will speak with you next week. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Have a good one, Congressman Burleson. That was Eric Burleson on News Talk KZRG. Here's your
1: AccuWeather.